Welcome back, Anime Desperado. You know what it is. The only anime podcast that refuses to fuck with you by releasing god-awful audio. The only one. I know you're listening to a lot of other anime podcasts, so you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> we are back, and uh, we wasted a lot of our just, uh, discussion subjects on the lost episode. Um, so we're going we're gonna to keep it on a shorty this time, I think. We'll put that one uh, up on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So you can, uh, you know, if you can hear our voices over the horrible buzzing, like, let me know. That'd be kind of funny. Um, but we're talking about shit that is uh, off the dome this time. Uh, we haven't done our hours and hours of pre-planning. Um, <laughs> we didn't go back a couple days and start writing up the script for the episode this time. Uh, so sorry if we're a little <laughs> unpolished. Uh, usually I write so much dialogue between us and then we do a proofread and then yeah. we do an editing session, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, table read. yeah, we do the table read. Uh, we auditioned some third members, but still haven't found a good fit though. You know, we're uh, looking, yeah, we're looking, but, uh, you know, we didn't really watch anything recently except for this Robin Hood thing, uh, which was very funny. We watched this old Robin Hood anime that was uh, hacked together at the last second, <laughs> what seemed to be like, uh, which was pretty funny. Um, Robin Hood, no Daibuken. Um, the, I think the English translation was The Great Adventure of Robin Hood. It's a kid's cartoon. They made a bunch of these things in like the in the 80s. Um, you know, based on all types of uh, European mid-century, like uh, pastoral novels and shit. Um, we've talked about that. So, but th- th- what was funny about this is that, like Remy said, it was like a twenty twenty-five episode series. Yeah, maybe that, even more than that. Maybe more uh, that they tried to hack together into an eighty-two-minute like VHS <laughs> release. And it was wild. Uh, you could you could see exactly where they realized that, like, oh shit, <laughs> uh, we're forty minutes in and we've only used clips from the first like three episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it goes like speed run after that. It's very funny. I kind of, you know what? I I don't hate it though. I kind of like that. Uh, you know what? It's like it saves me time, uh, and uh, it's, it's kind of like, psychedelic in a fun way. They were predicting like, oh hey, you know. Kids are getting sleepy at this point. They're not paying attention. Let's like, let's just let's just move along yeah. here. You know, I actually watched the three recap uh, original Gundam series movies, which have uh, similar issues. But uh, you know what? You get the you get the idea of it. It's kind of fun <laughs> to move along, and it also leaves you with a lot of fun questions, like who the fuck was that? What are they talking about? Where did that plot element come from? I'll never find out because I'm not gonna watch. 200 plus episodes of original gundam but uh i mean i think that um those ava recap movies uh did it right they just you know, let's go let's do let's go do the whole thing let's do it let's uh, do it yeah what is the most essential context that we need to to get us uh, from point A to point B in this movie. Seems like a bad fit, though, because Ava really is just, like, a horrible nightmare. So there's not really that much connective tissue between scene to scene anyway. It's not, you know, the narrative aspect of Ava is not exactly the strongest part of it. Uh, we do not have time to get into Ava right now. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> what, what else? What else did we lose out on talking about? Um, well, I talked about the Kazuo Mez stuff. I read a bunch of Kazuo Mez, horror legend, how he influenced Junji Ito, you know. 
um, also horror legend, how he influenced Kaneki Inako, which is horror legend. Lots of horror legends stacking up. Um, not going to get into it. Sorry. Go, yeah. Just go read them. Like, fuck. What, what, I'm not, whatever I have to say is not going to be as good as reading through Cat-Eyed Boy. I, trust me. Trust me. Yeah. That little gremlin, that little <laughs> goblin kid, oh, he's, he's so lovable. He's such a lovable little dude. Yeah, if you're a fan of Junji Ito, uh, definitely ch- check out this guy's work. It's it's good looking stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking kick ass. Well, I mean, also read Junji Ito and read Kanaka Inuko. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, yes, read Junji Ito. Read uh, Venus in the Blind Spot by Junji Ito collection, and mm-hmm. uh, read the School Zone series by Kanaka Inuko. There you go. You're Boom. done. You don't need to read anymore. Boom. And you're done. You can free yourself from the curse that is manga and anime. And I was going to say you could drop out of school at that point. <laughs> Honestly, though, I have been thinking about it since I read those old ones. Like, it really snaps you out of, a, like, the the shonen cycle. Like, you know, it's so easy to, like, slip into the thing. Like a palate like, cleanser. Yeah, like, anime is, like... It's fucking Dragon Ball. It's Naruto. It's Demon Slayer. It's uh, you know, it's One Piece. It's 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 like, you know, boy battle shonen shit. And then you go back and you read even like seventies, eighties stuff, and you're like, oh right, it's like, uh, it's a million times weirder and more expansive than that stuff. It can exist out there in like a hundred thousand different flavors. Also, uh, some of them have adult characters in them. Again, I know we've, we mentioned that every time, but, like, it really is so refreshing when there's, like, somebody who's over the age of 15. Well, I mean, you know, like with every other form of media, the market is just slowly reducing it down to, like, the one perfect form uh, for making money from everybody and reducing a variety yeah. in that way. <laughs> Sexy horse girls. Yes. <laughs> Sexy horse girls. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about the anime death spiral, this is at the end of the spiral. Is Ume Musume, the sexy <laughs> horse girl anime. That's what exists deep, deep down in the depths. <clears throat> a, a unholy blend of pure capitalism and and <clears throat> horny posting. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the fact... Uh, you know how uh, shareholders can sue a business, uh, 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 an openly traded business, for like making bad business decisions? I feel like every shareholder in the world should be suing their business if they don't already have a sexy anime girl mascot character who is also VTubing. Yeah. Like, you are leaving billions on the table. Uh, if you own stock in Netflix, in Meta, uh, get, get, get a lawyer on the phone like right now. Uh, as much as I hate the Crunchyroll Hime shit, um, they're doing it right. I mean, honestly, <laughs> oh, from an no. objective perspective, that is the correct. I mean, decision. I can I can't argue with you because I saw um, this is actually I don't know if this is uh, if this is good or not. When I was in Japan not too long ago, uh, the the re- different rail companies had sexy male mascots uh, <laughs> on posters all over the uh, all over the subway tunnels. Hell yeah, the cheesecake train boys. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of bishojo stuff. Oh, you gotta love it, man. Yeah, uh, I saw posters for an upcoming uh, uh, bishojo contest between all of the uh, the train company mascots. Oh my god, they have to fight. Yeah, awful. You shouldn't. Sexy men shouldn't have to fight each other. Why can't they just get along? I don't know if they're fighting. I, well, what, what do you mean by fighting? I don't think it's a competition of strength. I think it's uh, who's the best bishojo. 
just beauty? Yeah, it's just be- a beauty contest. Male beauty contest. Okay, all right. I guess so. I just want to see them get along, though. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, you know, hey, anime. Um, not just giving women body image issues. <laughs> it's it's across the gender spectrum now. Um, uh, you know, back to the episode that we lost. I spent way too long talking about a trash anime called How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. Uh, it's like a stupid boner comedy about working out and losing weight. Uh, it's kind of funny uh, that I've, I've been watching it while I uh, exercise recently. It does have some legitimate exercise tips. You know, uh, it does that manga anime textbook thing where they pick one subject and just, like, as a flavor, uh, you know, uh, sprinkle super specific facts about it. Uh, they've done their research about fitness and weight loss. <laughs> What's one tip? Um, they do a lot of uh, examples of specific... Um, like exercises for toning one area you know like what's good isolation exercise isolation exercises yeah. you know like hamstring exercises increase uh, can increase your running speed yeah you want to get your traps yeah nice and toned mm-hmm. yeah uh so there is some legitimate uh, advice sprinkled in there around the uh, very obvious uh tna boner comedy shit yeah yeah you know i appreciate that i appreciate that give it a, a something even if it's just like cover for the other shit at least there's something redeeming you know the the horrible boner comedy i was reading uh is interspecies reviewers and that does not have that does not have any redeeming features that's not practical advice that you can use in the real world yeah you know the the thing is uh slime girls don't actually exist uh not yet i mean the technology is getting there but they don't exist yet oh god i Uh, can't wait (laughs) we soon we will have it i'm certain I mean, the greatest minds of our generation are working on it. It's like that Spider-Man panel. You, with this technology, you could cure cancer. I don't want to cure cancer. I want to make slime girls. <laughs> uh, really, you know, the funny thing is, and, you know, this is uh, something we can talk about, is, like, the art and some of the humor is very much, like, very juvenile. And I don't mean, like, crass. I mean, like... It's kind of meant for like a younger audience, but then they layer on the titty shit on top. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you mean why do they make like moe titty shit? Well, no, it's just that like the jokes could coincide or, or sit comfortably in like you know a kid show. Like a it lot could, of the jokes, it could be a kid show, but they also choose to insert the 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 sex stuff. Yes, which is something we were talking about before, which is, like, the kids' stuff that just happens to have every once in a while, like, some titties or, you know, some shit like that. You know, the one I brought up, obviously, like, right off the bat is, you know, the Rumiko Takahashi shit. Not Sailor Moon so much, but, like, Rama One Half is a kids' show. Uh, and it's got titties all over. The- I mean, they're plot-critical titties, so maybe that's not the best example. Sure. But, but there's titties constantly in rama like every episode has full well i titties. mean it, the whole joke is the the gender bending stuff yeah rama grows titties yeah like constantly i mean but that, he, he that also, is the premise of the series yes yes but people are always grabbing his titties uh there's a lot of people who grab his tits and go like you're a girl but it, they can't really tell until they get some real hands on the meat uh I he's mean, also constantly pulling comment, his shirt off but i think maybe like 
rampant sexism was maybe a, a huge problem in 1980 hey, Japan. look, how else could you tell? He was a very pretty boy. You know, it's like, it's the only way, uh, according to Rumiko Takahashi. I'm so misogynist, I'm progressive on this issue. <laughs> I've circled all the way back yeah. around. Uh, but you mentioned, like, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the Outlaw Star episode that got censured. Uh, because of the, the because hot of the springs, shit, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a that's kind of a important episode for me because that I this is something that I was like kind of workshopping with you before we started recording, like this idea of like the moment, like the thing that you watched that made you realize that like anime, well being animated was not like you know cartoons for kids mm-hmm. um and that coincides with the titty shit because there's that disparity on on what is for kids yeah this yeah. is the point that i i think is very interesting and funny mm-hmm. is that like i think ella star is for kids I, I, but they slip in the titty shit they yeah. just throw it in there because you know why not i don't i would say outlaw star is like it's a teen it's a shonen uh, you know it's maybe one step more advanced than your average power rangers narrative arc <laughs> you know what i mean i always described outlaw star as like cowboy bebop's kid brother yeah yeah i mean basically yeah um but you know uh, one of those like moments for me was uh as a young like teen uh in high school uh going over to your house and having a, a third friend bring over their copy of uh, the Alistar DVDs yep. that had the band titty episode. Hell yeah. Uh, the ever popular hot springs episode. Hell from yes, 90s anime. Absolutely. And it was like, you know, one of those like whispered things like, Oh yeah. You haven't seen the fucking the hot springs episode. Oh yeah. They didn't play that on TV. Well, it, you know, the, it's a, uh it's a big part of the anime childhood that we had and that there was the air of mystique around mm. Japanese cartoons because of stuff like the band episode or hey did you know they edited out Sanji's cigarettes in the in the broadcast version Dude, of One that's Piece that's like the One Piece stuff is even that's like pretty late yeah uh, in well, the run. It, well you remember the big thing was hey they they couldn't air that one episode of Pokemon because it was making kids flip out and die well that <laughs> That that was true. Yeah, I uh, know, but it creates the mis- the level of mystique about yeah, it, you know. That's uh, interesting. Uh, you know, that happened when we were very little kids, and so you have this very warped sense of time. But I didn't realize that the whole like band Porygon episode from the anime uh, was before the games or card games were even released in America. Like it, Pokemon entered the American mind space with that already attached to it yes uh, like we are importing this cartoon that that yeah you know it hurts some kids in its own country but uh we think it's gonna make it big here hey you know uh hindsight's 2020 right <laughs> uh or the lost pokemon episode uh the lost beach episode yep where they have the swimsuit contest and they banned it in america both for having too many titties 
uh, and because James from Team Rocket uh, cross-dresses yes. in that episode and wins the... Yes, James is the one who has the big titties in that episode. He, win, he wins the, <laughs> the swimsuit contest because he has the biggest titties. Yeah, yeah, inspiring a lot of fetishes. Okay, more of a weirder one. Uh, this is actually way more insidious. There is a lost episode from the original broadcast of Pokemon where later on, near the end of the first main story arc, um, uh, Ash's mom and Professor Oak like get married. Uh, and Christian groups uh, lobbied against that one because they didn't like the idea of, of second marriages. But don't they also hate single mothers? What? Well, they also just hate Pokemon in they, general. They hate it's the Holy Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> They, you can't please these people, man. Especially with anime. I mean, sometimes they're correct about anime. That sometimes that shit is fucking gross. Oh my god, some of this shit. Oh, oh. I don't know. I. It's a little bit difficult for me. Like I said, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but like this was an era where, uh, I guess this increased the mystique even more for me. But I like I didn't have broadcast television. Yeah, you grew up in a trash can, so you didn't have TV. <laughs> I had to rely on VHS tapes for my shit well that means you got like the weird raw stuff that you could only find on vhs yes uh yeah yeah y usually it would be uh one or two maybe maybe usually two episodes on a tape mm -hmm. uh and uh, unfortunately they left the opening and the ending on those two episodes too so you really were only getting like half an hour of an anime uh per vhs tape and then you had to go out and find it. And they were never linear. You could never find the, the actual linear uh, series. So you just had like, here's episode 14, 15, 23, 24. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like awful. Well, what was even worse is that they carried that same convention and when they uh, made the switch over to DVDs for absolutely no reason. Uh, DVDs could hold quite a bit of information right out the gate. Uh, no reason that uh, you could only had to put, you know, two episodes per disc and then sell like a 16 disc set. Well, the worst ones, uh, and this is something I actually still have, are when they would release a best of compilation oh. of a linear narrative yeah. show. So they're like, I have a Cowboy Bebop one, which is like. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. There's only what? 20 episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Well, it's standard. It's 24 episodes. Okay, they have 24 episodes of Cowboy Bebop, and they're like, here's the best six. It's like, what? You're just giving me six rant... Not even, again, linear episodes. Six randomly picked Cowboy well, Bebop okay, episodes. To be fair, a vast majority of the Cowboy Bebops are completely episodic in, in nature. You know, you could, you could watch... I, most of them out of order, except for maybe like... The first four and the last three. I mean, kind of. I, I don't know why you'd want to do that. You wouldn't want to, but it's like, that's kind of why it was super popular. It was such a long run on the Adult Swim time block is because you could just like kind of dip into most episodes. You sort of can, but then again, they introduce characters as the series goes on. So you would flip it on and be like, who the fuck is that? who the fuck is this chick okay i don't know is that true because they have a handful of like two, they have maybe what two three two-parter episodes everything else is the main cast it's Faye and spike and jet 
and Ed and Ayn, and they, they do a job, and they wrap things up by the end of the episode. Yeah, but if you watch the first handful of episodes, and then you skip to, like, the last handful of episodes, you don't know who Faye or Ed are. You Like, they don't show up. They show up in those first four. They had set to everybody up very early on in the series. All right, all right, well. I've watched a lot of Cowboy okay, Bebop. Okay, okay. Uh, listen here, son. I've oh, watched a Jesus. lot of Cowboy Bebop in my day. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> my God. Anyway, the point being, it was bizarre. I mean, there was a point there where, like, like we were ordering Chinese ripoff versions of these shows, uh, which had oh yeah, those are bef- it was before machine translations, but it felt like machine translation subtitles. So, well, sometimes you got lucky and they were just straight bootlegs of of the of the international releases. Sure, sure. Um, sometimes you got kind of funky. I remember uh, uh, you, uh, the dear listener, our friend had a copy of the Cowboy Bebop series that was, like, one of those uh, Chinese bootlegs that had the weird, like, uh, translated from Chinese to Japanese to English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that was the only way you could get some shit. Yeah. It was like, oh, you gotta get... You really gotta compromise some of your values if you want anime. Uh, Now the only way you compromise your values is if you give a shit about purchasing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I've I've had my back and forth uh, over the years on like how much I like physical media, and I think I've finally come down on that I do like having it um, because you can still put in a DVD even if your internet is out. Yeah, but you don't own any anime. Yeah, I do. What do you own? I have uh, well, uh, I have Outlaw Star. Uh, I think that's the one full series that I have on DVD. Um, what a choice. I know. Uh, well, I got it. It was on uh, 50% sale from uh, Sam Goody's when they were going out of business. Oh, I was in, just talking in, in about how much. Dying mall. I was just talking about how much I love Sam Goody. They did not give you a or fuck they, about they how old you were. They went to Suncoast. Suncoast. Yeah. Yep, uh, there was Suncoast too, yeah. So it was Suncoast before it went out of business. It was Sam Goody's, then Suncoast, then then gone. Something like that. Because Amazon existed then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I got it on sale uh, super cheap from them, and uh, I stand by that purchase because I like that series. Um, I, I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what? I have uh, some special Blu-ray releases of Ghost in the Shell and Acura. I don't know if he... Or are we not counting movies as anime? No, I'm counting movies as anime. Okay, well, I've got the... Uh... My assumption is you have more movies than series, for sure. Uh, oh, definitely. Of I've course. got the, um, the those Kenshin prequel movies. Yeah. Uh, Innocence and um, whatever the other one was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think... I, oh, I've got Ninja Scroll on DVD, which is funny because that, again, is another one... Uh, I think of those movies that you that you watch in the evolution of realizing that that anime is kind of like a multi-genre, just kind of like over over tag. You know, yes. it's not it's not kid cartoons. Well, things when you're you when you're coming up in the anime on the you're going you're starting at the top of the anime death spiral and you're moving downward. Yeah, uh, there is a point where you go, ooh, have you heard about the notorious ones? 
I hear like Ninja Scroll has like well, okay, a bunch can, of titty shit let in Let me it. tell you my journey. Can I tell you my specific go, journey? Absolutely, go for it. It, it starts with, uh, you know, Pokemon and and like we talked about the the lost porygon episode yeah um and like oh like wow uh they're never gonna show this in america it's a lost episode uh and then from pokemon then you start watching stuff like dragon ball z because that's what's on fox kids after school right yeah uh you watch fox kids for dragon ball z and then you switch over to tsunami to to watch uh, whatever depraved anime Cartoon Network decided to put out. Well, hey, Dragon Ball's plenty depraved. I mean... Yeah, well, what... you get really into Dragon Ball. You fucking love Dragon Ball because they shoot fucking lasers out of their hands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're like, Bulma's really hot. Uh, and, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you start talking to uh, some of the kids at school who maybe have, like, uh, imported Dragon Ball Z tapes. And you're like, oh, hey, did you know that there was an episode that they never showed? on on tv where you see bulma's tits yes they they shark bulma a couple times in, yeah. in dragon ball it's i don't know not... if they do it in dragon ball z but no, i remember they cool off by dragon yeah. ball z but i remember some titty humor in dragon ball i remember very specifically very early on uh bulma getting sharked out here yeah well i i, I for me the conversation was like oh yeah i love dragon ball z like oh did you know that there was like a, an original series in japan where where they showed tits and stuff. Yeah, because Dragon Ball is a sex comedy, basically, about a small child. It, it's Journey to the West, but yeah. like a, a boner comedy with a small child. See, that's one of the funny things about the translation, in, uh, the transition into Dragon Ball Z is like, you're you could very clearly be like, why is there like a fucking pig man? Yeah, it, that's so random. Why is there like, why is that one guy like a Buddhist monk? I don't get it. But it's because it's because of the Journey to the West. Uh, became a vestigial element of of Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, also, R.I.P. to Bulma. She gets just absolutely erased out of that shit so fast. It's true. It's very unfortunate. Uh, well, not very progressive of you, Toriyama Sensei. The fucking disrespect. Um, a lot like uh, in uh, actually in Gurren Lagann. You know, yeah. uh, don't have to get into it. But I was pissed off about that too. But back, back to my journey. You know, you you start hearing about like, like, oh, what they have tits in 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 cartoons. What's up with that? Uh, and then you kind of like all this while we can't ignore the overarching blanket, the cloud that is Studio Ghibli, because Ghibli has been releasing major motion pictures in america for a long time at this point sure uh, even our even even in our young childhood uh they were having, even then yeah well you know uh the american release uh the famously horrible american release of nausicaa uh entitled warriors of the wind yeah um yeah. came out in like 88 89 uh right either right before or right after akira uh which is like again Akira, uh, that was generating generating international buzz, uh, even when it came out in Japan. I mean, yeah, Akira. I mean, it, it's really don't even want to talk about Akira and, and Ghost in the Shell because that's it. That was anime yeah. forever, and it is, still is really <laughs> the the shadow looms large. But like people's understanding of anime was Akira and Ghost in the Shell, and then Ghibli. Well, yeah, um, it, in terms of anime movies and like like 
prestige releases. Yeah. And you're like, I'm not going to show my kid Akira or Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. What is this Ghibli shit? Well, so I, I was watching, you know, My Neighbor Totoro when I was a kid. That was like my favorite VHS in my grandma's house. I was watching uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Yeah. Um, when it was, when it was, they used to play that on Disney Channel. No titties in those. No. Uh, and then once you start exploring and you get the means to like kind of uh, branch out in what you consume you know how to unlock certain yeah. cabinets yeah if you know what i mean <laughs> uh you get to high school and you have friends that show you the places to go mm-hmm. uh, and the places to be to to see stuff that they don't show on tv which again uh, uh in that time you're watching toonami you're watching adult swim you're seeing some stuff you're realizing that like oh wow this is obviously not for kids but it's like a cool fun adventure uh you know uh, only the four kids releases were four kids yeah yeah, yeah. well you know that's uh back to the censorship things <laughs> uh, given sanji the lollipop and um they are called four. the company's called four kids you could you you could see it coming i remember i mean come on nobody talks about zatch bell because it was incredibly forgettable no no don't say that see this is like your one piece thing you realize zatch bell has like 600 chapters right Jesus, and it's still really? going strong okay i'll take that back i'm wrong don't also that little don't dude come is really cute zatch bell he's, a, he's a weird little cutie he's, he's a fucking also a little goblin but they were doing the thing where they very awkwardly edited out like the machine guns in episodes to be like these weird bulbous laser guns yeah 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 stupid stuff like that yeah uh, i mean i do remember in the first few uh chapters of zatch bell uh somebody straight straight up puts a nine millimeter to the heroine's yeah. head just like check check <laughs> it's very very funny uh but then at some point you go over to a friend's house and they bring out uh some shit like ninja scroll and you realize oh shit like this is good this is beautifully animated who is this for because this is grotesque it's pretty intense and and that's the point you realize that there's probably a lot more stuff like this that you are not seeing that is not making its way uh over to our side of the ocean and you're like i need more i need to know (laughs) i'm a disgusting little pervert yeah i'm a disgusting little pervert now and i need to know where the fucking sexy horse girl racing is (laughs) see this is the divide (laughs) that created the 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 cultural it's very hard to explain now that there is the anime cultural hegemony but there was a a subdivide of anime freaks when we were teenagers do you remember this where there were us the 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 good ones the the light side who were ashamed of our perversions oh, yeah. and tried to hide them and then there were the weird little freaks who uh would wear their naruto headbands to school and just flaunted it out and ruined it for the rest of us i cannot stress that enough like we because of them we couldn't even bring up the subject because we would be lumped in with the kids who were trying to bring their fucking katanas to school and shit I remember I have a horribly embarrassing memory of going to see uh, Steam Boy uh, at, oh, the, yeah, at the yeah. local art house theater. Good, good movie. Though. Great movie. Loved it. And then going home and one of my parents' friends 
being like, oh, uh, was that one of them Japanimation movies? <laughs> and, like, you know, I was 15. I had a lot of hormones in me. Yeah. But just being, like, so trying to suppress every muscle in my body from screaming, like, it's not Japanimation. It's anime. You're clenching your yeah. every muscle in your body <laughs> so hard you're trembling in anger. It's a legitimate movie. It's art. It's actually really beautiful art. And, uh... Uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I was a horrible little shit. Do you remember the, the absolute powerbomb ultra move you could pull, though? It would you be like, it's international films. It's, <laughs> you're just, you're just racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Shut them up real far. quick. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you see Ninja Scroll, you see Akira, uh, you see, uh, Ghost in the Shell. And not only are they hyper-violent and sexy and alluring, but uh, they are, like, beautiful works of art and animation and and showing what the medium can accomplish with time and money and effort and passion. And and then you go and, and you find some titty anime to bet on horse racing for. Well, you, you <laughs> think you've discovered, like, this beautiful side. You're like, this is what anime actually is. It's mm-hmm. this incredible, beautiful, adult, fully developed art form. And then you actually dig just a little deeper and you that, realize... That was the step I was skipping over, but that is like the... That's when you're like 17, 18, right? Yeah, you're trying to justify your weird little perversion. Yeah. But but you can't because as soon as you get even just a little deeper in anime, you realize 99%, the bottom of the glacier is the disgusting, like, fly-by-night pervert shit. Uh, just the just bargain bin animation. Well, okay, it's so just titty jokes and once shit. Once they realize the market because of people like us, because of the people that came before us yeah. that, that showed that we would buy the good stuff uh, and give the bad stuff a try because it was what was coming over, right? Yeah, try you know? and try and, and try, try and try and try. And, try. try. Uh, and then at some point, you... Uh, you know, the internet just kind of happens. Uh, you end up watching random streams at 3 in the morning yeah. uh, on Winamp TV. And they're showing, like, Love Hina reruns for, like, 14 hours straight. And you've got nothing better to do. Once once Borders rip um, <laughs> had an entire wall dedicated to, to importing manga. Yeah. Uh, and there were, like, multiple competing uh, translation companies. Like, actual real publishing like publishing houses sure uh once they realized that there was a huge market for anime in america circa let's say 2005 2006 the the first boom yeah when it really started coming before the bust yeah Yeah. Uh, uh that's when you realize that maybe anime is just cartoons maybe it is trash actually. yeah maybe maybe it is just trash with titties trying to get us to buy more trash with titties yeah yeah uh, and and you don't watch anime for another six years until until someone tells you to watch gurren Logan uh because it has cool <laughs> robots but it still has titties do you remember what it was that broke you because uh oh yeah i i know the exact moment that what was i got it? broken it was when a friend of mine in high school was raving about uh, this show called Gunslinger Girl. Oh yeah, oh, and yeah. and he tried to sh- he showed me an episode, and I'm just like, 
this is the first anime that I've just felt total apathy for in concept and execution. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, oh, I need to start uh, filtering. Like, like, now I need to be on the lookout for bad anime. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've got to play defense. You know, and I always, before I always thought, like, oh, there was anime that I just didn't, like, understand because I had never seen it from start to finish i'm sure there's a lot of con context i was missing like wolf's rain yeah. was one that was always playing on adult swim that i never had a clue what the fuck was going what on what is happening here they're guys but then they're wolves what the fuck yeah um and so i never got into it but I, it always interested me conceptually yeah, yeah. but you know gunslinger girl is like oh it's just a girl but she's like a cute little assassin person uh oh and, and the panties <laughs> yeah 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 this is this made me feel weird yeah you know i i think there was a point i'm trying to remember if what there, was it for you yeah i'm trying to remember if there was a specific point i do i just remember that i was watching a lot of the mainstream stuff while also trying to balance it out with with you know the, the increasingly harder to find as you went along uh good stuff and I ended up watching more and more of the mainstream stuff. Mm -hmm. And as I progressed, uh, the panty shot stuff became more and more obvious. I don't know if that was just me, my brain catching up uh, to what my eyes were, yeah. you know, devouring. Uh, I think it really was because it's in all of them. I just didn't notice. But it became very clear to me, probably around, you know, when I was... 14, 15, I think, I finally realized, especially, you know, I remember watching I, My, Me, Strawberry Eggs about the man who has to pretend to be a woman so he can teach at a little girl's school, and the little girls keep falling in love with him, but they don't realize that he's a fully grown-ass man, and he keeps having real borderline experiences and not only do they have incredibly bizarre fetishization of the little girls, they also do him, too, as a woman. And it's like, I remember watching that and going, what the, what am I doing? What <laughs> am I doing? Well, you, you had to take a long look at your life up to that I point. I did. Like, why am I watching this shit? I mean, the Love Hina stuff, too. And I, Love Hina, Ah, My Goddess, Chobits mm -hmm. was a big turning point for me. I, I remember thinking, like, is this really it? Like, am I actually, am I actually enjoying any of this shit? Is this something that I should be taking pleasure in? Even, uh, I think now, at this point, I'm just grasping at straws because I had such a strong emotional reaction at the well, beginning. Well, you know, in in retrospect, for me, a lot of the series that I that I read, you know, I have to go back and look at with the filter of me being a fucking hormone driven like. 18 you know, 18 17 16 year old uh walking it back yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you know a lot of stuff that i agree now was not good but i read it because it had like titty shit in it uh there was a point in my life where i probably like so embarrassing to think about but i probably went hard uh to bat for something like elfin lead like yes. oh man no you don't get it like elfin loot is like really mature you it's did like that incredible to me. <laughs> yeah i'm sure i did and uh 
No, I was wrong. That's not good. No, we were just gobsmacked by the titties and the blood and, like... The vi- the violence in the first few episodes is very alluring. It's like teenagers who, like, stan a clockwork orange, right? Except that's, like, actually good. It, well, yeah, it is good. It's a good movie, but it's a horrible personality for a teenager. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't want to be wearing uh, your clockwork orange hoodie to school... I don't know. Uh, seems bad. Yeah, not calling out any personal relations we may know. I don't know. I don't know. If you're doing that right now, you just stop. Take take the advice. Don't don't do that. Um, but so after after that, after Gunslinger Girl, I really started uh, toning down how much I was consuming. I was mostly keeping it to stuff that uh, people I personally trusted their taste in was like really raving about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I watched like, um, Durabara later on when it came out, I was watching, uh, Oh shit. What was that one about the train heist with the immortal people? Um, Oh yeah. Uh, Bacano. Yeah. Bacano. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Um, it, it was also at that time that I got, like, I started really getting into, like, American and European, like, alternative comics, reading a bunch of other stuff beyond uh, anime. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Because it made you feel smarter. It, it absolutely made me feel smarter yeah. to be reading, like, uh, Paul Pope stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, you're reading One Piece? Paul Pope. Neil Gaiman. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, at a certain point, uh, every young uh, weirdo uh, <laughs> nerd goth discovers Sandman. And, and they're like, I'm really smart for reading this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 this is, <laughs> what, what's the film term? Uh, free production value. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, at the time, they see, that's, I think that's, we definitely diverged there because I, I never really gave up. But I did try to go... Uh, into like I'm only gonna watch like movies especially like mm-hmm. you know anything that sounds weird I remember like this is a period where I kind of stopped watching and reading stuff but I would go out and like oh I found this copy uh, online on a torrent somewhere of like Angel's Egg I'm gonna get into this shit this is gonna be fucking good and then it was just like super fucking weird and the weirder the better I'm like if it's weird it's good yeah like that's that's awesome even so uh i think at that point i would i would say probably from like 2009 to 2015 i just didn't watch anime yeah Um, a sabbatical yeah uh and then and then you showed me a little a little show uh called one punch man well but you you did watch gurren lagan and that was like right before then because gurren lagan was like I don't know, 2012, 2013 or something like that? No, Duran Lago was like 2009. Oh shit, you're right. It was weird for that. Okay, you... okay, maybe I'm... 20... No, because Bacano and Dura, those were later. So I would say probably from like uh, 2011, 2012 to like 2015, 2016. Okay, okay. Uh, like four, three, four years. I just yeah. didn't watch anime. Um, and then and then One Punch Man came out. You showed that to me. Uh, and then you also showed me uh, Mob Psycho. Yeah. So you got the one-two punch from one. Uh, and I was like, I'm back in, baby. Hell this yeah. This is it. Uh, and it's been a downward spiral ever since. I mean, that is a, it's a great lead-in. I, I mean, the, the moment I do remember being like, uh, I'm just going to unashamedly be back into anime was Kill a Kill. I mean, I watched Kill a Kill, and I'm like, this is 
with even with every possible flaw that anime can have uh, and express, I unashamedly love Kill a Kill. Kill a Kill. Can't... I mean, well, you can't. I I don't I don't know about other people. I haven't had Trigger go wrong with me at all yet. Uh, I mean, they're you, killing it. You haven't watched SSS Dinazon. Okay, well, uh, I actually I also haven't watched uh, Darling in the Franks either. Although uh, some me people neither. seem to be really into the anime about giant robots that you pilot with a sexy girl's butt. Yes, and Zero Two, the off-brand uh, power, basically. <laughs> um, she's got the little horns. Uh, she has pink hair, though. That's pretty much the only difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I also skipped that one. I like most of their shit, though. But, like, Kill a Kill, I watched that and was like, oh, God. They still got it, baby. They still got it. The, the, uh, just a little side that uh, I feel like I, I have no other good opportunity to get out. Uh, Kill the Kill uh, is one of my favorite mistranslations in, in, in anime because it is a Japanese play on words, which never, ever fucking get translated properly. Uh, but uh, in, in Japan, uh, the verb kiru, uh, Kiru Rakiru is, is the Japanese title and the verb means to uh, either to slash or to dress uh, from the way it's been explained to me and so it's a a play on words like a pun that's supposed to be like dressed to kill yeah I would say something like you know um, uh, Kiru uh, is a pun in a something in in manga i'm reading another trash rom-com <laughs> about an assassin girl and uh the love-struck man who hires her to kill him uh very funny very funny setup right that's a good that's a, i like that yeah yeah um and, but she's called kiruru because the i supposedly the pun is about killing him so i think there is some kind of uh, but i don't know i really i don't i don't even pretend we don't speak japanese to speak people. japanese sorry yeah uh, and i'm not going to I'm not a I'm not a professor of speaking Japanese over here. Yeah, sorry. I am. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, that shit is just. Uh, it was too potent. Um, it got me fucking right dead center in the the pleasure uh, center of my brain. Uh, I couldn't ignore it. Well, it's so like I getting just... the fucking jackpot on a on a slot machine. Yeah. It is kind of one of the best decisions Netflix ever made is buying that shit and putting it oh, fucking yeah. dead center in the shows. Uh, I don't think, except for Devilman Crybaby, I don't think they've ever had anything quite as good. Uh, they've just they made a decision well, to mean, bring Cyberpunk. over. Cyberpunk is fucking great. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Get over it, babies. Cyberpunk is a great anime. Fuck, it rules. It really fucking rules. Uh who man now you're thinking about it i am thinking about it i want to stay at your house has played uh so so many times in my car just (laughs) over and over again just tearing up oh it's beautiful um yeah i guess uh we kind of diverted a little bit from our Original, well, original premise yeah but, uh, we're doing a, a bit of a freeform thing today due to uh technical issues 
<laughs> Tech, technical issues. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're going to keep it short this time. And I don't know. We'll try to redeem ourselves. No, I'm not going to say that. Again. No, <laughs> I'm not we'll, going to make any promises for the next We can't redeem what we haven't gained yet. Yeah, it's impossible to say that there's going to be a good one because, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Have we done a good one yet? But there you is going to be another one. I'll promise you that at least, at yeah. the very least. We'll come back. I'm going to read. I'm going to finally finish 20th Century Boys. I'm going to have a lot to talk about there because holy shit, it's good. I will come back um, to you with a even greater extensive knowledge of trash rom-coms. Yeah, you're going to read some of those really disgusting ones. Yeah. I really wish I had put interspecies reviewers on there. Uh, what a Still missed time. opportunity. Still time. Yeah, you know, think about it as a bonus, as a bonus <laughs> one. Um, well, I'm yeah. too busy betting on these horse girls. <laughs> Is there any rom-com in that? Uh, I don't know. I only watched the first episode. I couldn't get past okay. it. Okay. It's, it's really, really, the more you think about the concept, it's like, it gets under your skin. It becomes darker and darker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, again, I can't emphasize that they are real dead racehorses reincarnated as sexy girls. It's it's disgusting on an existential level. Yeah, yeah, and uh, try not to think about how most racehorses die. On that note, I think we'll <laughs> we'll leave you, dear best friends and listeners. I'm so glad uh, you sat down and on this impromptu episode. Uh, in the next one, uh, we won't fuck up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Until then. Bye. Bye. I ask him, like, why are you always dirty? You can't ask a child why they're dirty. <laughs> can't just ask that. Didn't you read Peanuts? Nobody asks Pigpen why he's dirty. They just accept him for who he is.